We had a lot of fun at the Dallas Regional Chamber annual meeting. We always do. It, it, is, a, it is an incredible who's who list of everybody that uh, that operates in North Texas. Dale Petrosky is the president and CEO of the Dallas Regional Chamber, DRC, and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Always good to be with you, David. Thank it you. It really is. I mean, you look at – I was just going through the name tags, and you look through there – it is a breathtaking list and, and a diverse list of businesses, you know, and, and, and people that make up this community. You know, we're so lucky. We're in the best business community in America, uh, the fastest growing business community in America. This is the I tell people, if you're in the Dallas business community, you're already on the winning team because uh, this is a winning business community. And um uh, all shapes and sizes, all different uh, sectors, and yeah, uh, it's sort of a it's a built-in hedge that way. I mean, you're not totally reliant on, you know, electronics or, or the oil and gas industry or something like that. It it really is is a group, and you've had a lot of it. I was looking at your annual report: fifty-five corporate relocations, and nineteen headquarters. In fact, we had a couple of them on recently, and it, and again, it was diverse. Land C, big home builder, moved from California here. And uh, Roos Foods, the Monterey people, frozen Mexican food. I mean, no common thread except they're, they both relocated here. Couldn't be more diverse than that. We, we had two solar companies move into the area uh, this past year, Tri-Solar and Canadian Solar. So, um, yeah, 243 headquarters have moved here since 2010. 55 um, uh, headquarters and expansions in the last year. No end in sight. It, tell me about the challenges as you look forward, because I know that was your your charge to to the membership for what you were going to do. Well, you didn't look at one year; you looked at actually about three three years, twenty four, twenty five, and twenty six. But I know there's some. Uh, for we had we had the people from CNBC on here a few months ago, and I just keep seeing Texas drop on the list. Now we're still like number five, but of the great states to do business, and they're talking about education and some of the politics, there are some obstacles. Yeah, I think our biggest challenge really is keeping up with the growth. It's building the infrastructure. We know they're going to come. Uh, you know, this is a very, very, um, you know, attractive place for businesses and for people to live. So we need to in increase the road capacity, the water capacity, things like that. We don't want to wake up 10 years from now and say, you know, Dallas used to be a great place to live. We want to keep up with it so that, um, so that we can, keep up the quality of life as we grow, as we know we're going to grow. Yeah, I mean, these are not one-year projects. These are, I mean, these are bond packages. These are, you're talking yeah. about capital improvements that need to be made. Yeah, yeah. You comfortable with the direction that uh, that they're taking? Yeah, or? we are. We, you know, I, I think the legislature uh, knows that uh, growth is coming. Uh, Texas is projected to be, you know, much larger 10 years from now than it is today. And I think everybody knows that uh, if we're going to keep up with the, um, the the pace and the quality of life, we need to do that. Um, yeah, we do. Do we have challenges? Of course, education. We could do better in education in the state of Texas. Um, and you all have some initiatives in that area, right? We, yeah, we sure do, and 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 many of them have to do with um, community colleges and making sure that people are getting good degrees uh, for for jobs that are needed in the workplace. Um, you know, that's, we talk about pre-K through 12, we talk about higher education, but a really key area is this sort of middle ground, which is post-high school, but not necessarily college. It's a two-year degree for, for the middle skills jobs, auto mechanics, um, plumbers, pipe fitters, folks that we really need 
and, and there are a lot of jobs available and good-paying jobs, and we just need to get people the skills and re-skills they need so they can fill those jobs. What about public policy? Um, I mean, this, again, was one of the, in some cases, some of the shortcomings that CNBC pointed out. But I know you all have sponsored a lot of legislation and worked and lobbied, and you have friends in Austin. Uh, you, you feel like that's headed in the right direction? We do. You know, we, we, we had some struggles uh, to try to get an economic incentives package uh, re-upped in, in Austin. Uh, there was a move to try to do away with economic in incentives, which means, um, you know, providing tax incentives and so forth for companies coming here. They say, why do we need that? Well, we need that tool in our toolbox if we're going to be, um, you know, competing against um, uh, states like North Carolina and Tennessee and others. Um, and so we finally got that passed. We're very proud of that. Um, but I think, you know, we, we, we have a built-in advantage in that the taxes are low in Texas generally. I mean, certainly uh, personal income taxes are low. They're zero. But um, we keep the business taxes fairly low. Property taxes are always a challenge, but the governor and lieutenant governor got something done about yeah. that in the last legislature. So um, I think we're always trying to battle that, uh, to battle that. But, um, but we're in pretty good shape. There's been a lot of movement within Dallas. I mean, just just Dallas proper. I've seen I'm, I'm seeing a lot of companies that are moving out of the downtown sector. I saw who was it Deloitte announced the other day, and and I don't know, J.P. Morgan Chase has kind of moved around, but it's leaving some empty space downtown. You're talking about talking to people about about coming in and doing some infilling down there. Yeah, well, you know, um, uh, um, um, Goldman Sachs is going to be downtown. Right. I mean, they they've got. You know, I look right out my window every single day, and I see that starting to take shape. Where well, that building's going to go up. So, um, you know, I think there's going to be a blending between uptown and downtown. And uh, um, Deloitte is moving from downtown to uptown, so it's not that far of a move. It's not like they're moving out of the city or anything. So. Um, it's just a, a reshaping of things a little bit, but um, I think we got a strong corridor of downtown and uptown. And, and you take something like Goldman Sachs with a major expansion down there. There are a lot of businesses, I would think, that, that grow up around there and want to be close to a company like Goldman Sachs. Yeah. That, that would help. Well, that happened with Toyota. When Toyota moved here, gosh, nearly 10 years ago now, uh, a lot of their suppliers moved here. A lot of their PR firms moved here. And so that's uh, that's a great thing about a great brand like Toyota or Goldman Sachs. People want to be near them. You know, one of the one of the things that that Houston always had a sort of a one up on us. And I don't know that they do anymore, but an international city, and probably because they're a port. I mean, we they have access to water. We don't, and there it's it's sort of natural growth there. My sense is that we're becoming more of an international community. Yeah, no question about it. I think uh, certainly uh, the, the um, um, Indian community is growing up here yeah. in, a, in a big way, um, as well as, uh, you know, the Mexican community is becoming a business community, a uh, much more sophisticated business community as well, with a lot of the different countries and different regions of the world are more comfortable living in Dallas now. It seems to be a much more cosmopolitan type city um, and uh, will, uh, one in which business is done between uh, different types of cultures. It's an easy city to get out of too. Oh. That DFW airport is just a, what a remarkable asset. You know, every time I fly into it or out of it, I say thank you. I mean, because you go into the other airports around the country, they're not nearly as, uh, as comfortable, they're not nearly as well-planned and, uh, and certainly not nearly as central.
Yeah, and Love Field, too. I mean, it's nice yes. to be able to, You've got a lot of corporate headquarters that are literally seven minutes from a, from a flight to New York or L.A. or any place else, yeah. I guess, too. Yeah. So uh, one, one last thing. So I always ask you this, and you always hedge. Uh, you're, you're on the first tier of people that, that relocators talk to. We got any big ones coming? Uh, yep, we do. We've always got some interesting ones uh, in the pipeline. And, uh, you know, in the last six years, we've had six Fortune 500s yeah. move here. And so there are a couple of others uh, in that uh, in that community uh, that are looking right now, too. All right. Well, we look forward to be back with you for the announcement. <laughs> okay, Dave. You know you're always first to hear. <laughs> Dale Petrosky is the uh, president, CEO of Dallas Regional Chamber. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. Always great to be with you. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.